Hello and welcome to the Thursday, August 27th, 2020 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Today we had an interesting Excel spreadsheet that Xavier came across. It looked very malicious. Well, it had some macros in it, but had a virus total score of zero, which of course made it even more suspicious with all of these macros inside. Kevin Beaumont on Twitter probably had sort of the solution here to why this particular Excel spreadsheet had such a low virus total score. Apparently it already ran through some kind of anti-malware security software which modified these macros so they would actually no longer run. So in the end, yep, it was probably originally malicious and uh, yes, the virus total score of zero was not necessarily a bad thing in the sense that it no longer executed any of the malicious code. Now, another Twitter user, Will, did run it through the Thor scanner, and it actually associated this particular spreadsheet with the Oilrick APT. And this particular Excel spreadsheet was associated with windowsupdate.me, which also is associated with a similar Excel spreadsheet that Will found that was named mofavpn.xls, where MOFA that may stand for Ministry of Foreign Affairs. So, uh, well, uh, really interesting what can happen with a more or less random weird Excel spreadsheet. And of course, thanks to everybody who chimed in on Twitter. And Bitdefender has an interesting write-up how an APT group used a plugin for Autodesk's 3ds Max. This is software that is used to create 3D models and um, visualize them. So in this particular case, it was used against an architecture firm, which of course uses software like this in their day-to-day business. If you remember back in December, actually we had Didier write about malicious uh, DWG files. Uh, These are also Autodesk files. And really, I think the larger lesson here is that in particular targeted attacks will often target a little bit more niche software like this, not necessarily just your Microsoft Office software, which tends to be better defended than some of uh, these other products that are somewhat unique to your particular industry. And of course, pretty much any large package like this has the ability to load some form of macro, some form of plugin that then is able to execute arbitrary code on the system the software is running on. Autodesk refers to this as a max script exploit and they made a detection tool available in their app store. Originally, uh, Autodesk was actually warning its users of this particular threat a couple of weeks ago on August 10th. And after getting a new version of Google Chrome earlier this week, we now have a new version for Firefox, Firefox version 80. Again, it fixes a number of vulnerabilities. 
None of them I would consider super critical. Uh, there is one that has been pointed out that's really more an escalation of privilege of vulnerability. There is a bunch of cryptographic issues that are being fixed, but uh, these are more sort of side channel attacks in various elliptic curve ciphers and also some sort of electromagnetic side channels, which usually requires some proximity to the system. The anonymizing Tor browser, which is based on Firefox, also received this particular upgrade. And what do you do if you are trying to attack a network that appears to be pretty well secured? Well, you're bribing an insider in order to insert malware into the network for you. Apparently, a Russian citizen was just arrested who tried to do exactly that. Bad for him, good for the company. The employee was actually cooperating with authorities, which did make this arrest possible. In the end, the chance of getting caught and arrested themselves may have made a difference here over accepting the $1 million bribe. And if you like this podcast, no commercials, no Patreon link, no nothing. The only thing I require is, well, people listening to it. So if you could, for example, review this podcast in your favorite platform, Amazon, for example, we got downboard a little bit because we don't cover the weather, even though this is the Stormcast. Well, uh, today it was a perfectly sunny and humid day in Jacksonville, Florida here. That's it for today. Thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.